Good morning, Cherub. Good morning, Hush. Hello and welcome to the Cherub Chats Podcast. I'm your host, Guardian Angel and Big Sis, Heather Michelle. Hello, how are we doing? Welcome to episode four and welcome to Leo season. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but Leos represent the inner child. And it is no coincidence that the Barbie movie came out right around Leo season. I watched it and I wanted to sob, but honestly, I was wearing like five pounds of makeup. I wouldn't be able to go out to dinner without being stared at. So I kept it in, but it was such a beautiful movie. If you haven't already, definitely go watch it. That movie definitely got the ball rolling for thinking about girlhood and my inner child and how I'm continuing to heal. Leos also represent loyalty and friendship, which is actually what we're going to be talking about in this episode. That's a flawless transition if I do say so myself. One of my sweet cherubs sent in a very in-depth Ask Your Angels and it actually inspired me to make this entire episode about friendships and friendship dilemmas and my experience with friendships, which has been a little bit of a rocky one, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so I asked you guys if you have any dilemmas or questions about friendships and it got me to realize that we all have a little bit of wounding around friendships. I think all of us have been hurt by a friend or felt lonely or felt outcasted at some point and I think this is something that most people can relate on. The questions that I got this week pertain to friendship breakups, dealing with friendships after breakups, making new friends, and dealing with money and friends. So lots of sticky situations. So let's get into it. I think it's really important to start off with acknowledging that we all attract friends based on our energetic levels at the time. And we also attract friends and accept friendships based on what we've seen in our family and that relationship and that love. Much like picking a partner, it's important to really begin a friendship by befriending yourself and loving yourself, building yourself up, building your self-confidence, talking to yourself like you wish a best friend would talk to you um, and how you would talk to your best friend, right? So that's going to build your energy and you're going to feel amazing and then you're going to attract people that also help you feel that way. You want to make them feel that way. I think this is also why a lot of us find that our best friends are made in childhood because children have the most pure energy. We attract friends that also feel that way. But as we go into our teenagehood and our adulthood, we begin to internalize the way that people make us feel, whether it be our family or our relationships. And we then manifest that in the way that we treat others and vice versa people treat us in that way it's very much like everyone in your life is a mirror um, and you're a mirror to someone else so that's why you really have to come from a really positive place some people are like oh why do i always find the worst friends or like why do i always um, find really petty people the first thing you need to do is look in the mirror and listen, I'm guilty of this as well. I've had my fair share of bad friendships and I think I need to turn the mirror on myself and be like, what about me attracts these type of people? Obviously, I have a couple really good best friends. We're not even going to go there because they're literally perfect baby angels and I literally adore them. But when I went into high school, I came into three toxic friendships. 
one of these friendships ended because of a boy yeah tale as old as time my friend aquamarine we'll call her she was amazing she was super smart she also came from a troubled home and i think we really resonated on that level in a way that i couldn't relate to my best best friend so i felt really excited to find someone who knew what this felt like um we had that commonality and her crush actually ended up asking me out for prom i of course didn't care for this person um in any way shape or form besides a friendship and in our entire group actually it seems like everyone just asked each other out so we could all go together in a group and so i accepted because this is my friend you know we're going as friends no biggie i didn't realize this was a big deal to her until she cut me off and she was like i can't be your friend because you said yes to this person and that's like anti-girl code Mind you, I didn't dance with this person. I didn't kiss them. I didn't even eat dinner across the table from them. It was literally just like a formality that was just so that we could like take pictures and have corsages and like have the prom experience. Anyways, I digress. But here's where it gets kind of tricky. She continued to be friends with her crush. So in this instance, she prioritized the male versus her female friend this is where my wounding around friendship kind of began and i was like reeling i was really hurt and it made me feel really unimportant and insignificant in the same way that i was already feeling at home and that just led me into another friendship it's kind of like a relationship where like sometimes if you don't recover and you just keep going into friendship after friendship without healing or doing some inner work you're going to find yourself in very similar situations so this next toxic friendship that i found myself in was the controlling friendship it was actually a couple of girls so um one of them i will call giselle and she actually was my boss at a place of employment and she really felt like an authority figure in and out of work she was very bossy very rude very like belittling and definitely said names called us names etc i had another friend similar thing very moody um would call us names would like yell at us just not not friend vibes and the, these are like all telltale signs of a toxic friendship um you shouldn't let people talk to you in any sort of way besides in a loving way of course you can have disagreements but to constantly be referred to as like stupid or dumb or all these things it's definitely no-go and i should have like fleed hello but i didn't even realize it because i was accepting that same behavior at home it wasn't until my other friend we'll call her miranda was like why are they so rude to us like we don't deserve that like they don't need to be this mean to us let's leave so miranda and charlotte and um carrie and i i guess i'm samantha <laughs> left and we began our own little friendship group now this is after high school we're in college and all that and at first it almost felt like miranda and i trauma bonded after dealing with these really difficult friendships and this is where i found myself in a third 
type of toxic friendship and that was the gossiping shit talking friendship so our friendship was based on talking about all the things that they were saying to us and doing to us and every time we'd come together we'd be like oh my god can you believe they said that can you believe they did that to us so it felt very natural right and once we left that behavior continued except it was now about our friends that we chose to be around And I'm not going to lie at first, of course, I participated in the gossiping, but as I began to do some introspective work and grow and heal, I didn't like the way gossiping made me feel. It made me feel gross and heavy, and I just didn't like it. But every time we came together, it seemed like Miranda only wanted to gossip, and it would be a lot of the time saying the same thing over and over about the same people over and over. And she would say things in front of me about my friends. And then we would all hang out together and she would make snide, undercutting comments in their faces. And she also did that to me. Comments basically belittling me, saying I'm slow, I'm clumsy, um, like an airhead a little bit of a ditz. And I'm not going to lie when she said that it almost made me feel even more out of control like i couldn't fix it i don't know how to explain that feeling but i just felt like i was a little bit of a a snowball like when she i would feel clumsy and then when she would say that i was clumsy it just felt like i could keep tripping up on myself and i just couldn't get out of it um she obviously also made me feel small i do want to interrupt this whole thing by saying no one can technically make you feel any type of way. They can say and do and like think things, but no one can make you feel any type of way without your permission. And at this time, I was not strong enough to think like that. So I was feeling exactly the way she wanted me to feel. Like I said in the beginning, people treat you how they're feeling, how they're being treated in other areas of their life, be it relationship or friendship or, or family. And I didn't know that, but my friend was likely really insecure and in order to cope with that she had to make others around her feel really small which is why she would say all these little undercutting comments and why she had to feel the need to gossip all the time all of this is not to say that all these three types of friendships were not amazing in their own ways they were they were great friends we were supportive to one another in one way or another And we all loved each other in one way or another, but these toxic traits ended up overpowering the good of the friendships. So I realized a couple years in, like, I don't want to be friends with these girls anymore. I don't feel aligned with them. I don't feel good after I'm done hanging out with them. I love them and I feel supported, but in other ways, I don't. So I didn't know how to get away, actually. I didn't know how to break up a friendship. I felt like I had no one else. I didn't want to be alone. And that's not a good enough reason to stay in a friendship, in a relationship, in a family. It didn't come about until I left my family, but I realized that no one in your life is really permanent. You come in this world alone, you leave alone not your family, not your husband, not your best friends, not your kids. Nobody in your life is permanent. And if something isn't working, you need to address it and fix it. And sometimes that is cutting the cord. 
initially when I moved to Texas, I was really excited. One, because I wanted to get away from the proximity of my family. I didn't even want to run into them in Orange County. And two, I was excited that I didn't have to technically break up with my friends. I just would have the distance and I knew the time would take care of the rest. But I will say this friend is really good at keeping contact and reaching out first and keeping tabs on people. That's a great quality to have in a friend. But when you're trying to get rid of someone, it's like a little thorn in your side. So a couple years after me moving to Texas, her and my best friend decide to plan a trip to come visit me. And actually, I was a little excited. I was like, maybe our friendship has changed a little bit with time and maturity and age and space. And maybe when she comes to visit, it'll be a healthy relationship. The second she landed and we sat down at dinner, she started to straight talk Charlotte. And that's when I realized here we go again. We went about our weekend and I realized over time she just came to size me up. She just came to be able to bring home some hot goss about me. She came and she asked me about my new career and how much money I was making and is my big ring real and about my house and all these things. And I realized sometimes when people check up on you and ask you how you're doing it's not because they care it's because they want the tea listen to that part back again so very disillusioned i just kind of knew that when she goes home i'm just gonna ghost her so she goes home a couple hours early than my best friend and my best friend pulls me aside she's like i don't know if you knew this but uh she tried to gossip about you to me and of course i shut that down because i'm your best friend but she was really trying to kind of speak about you in a way that i would just like pitch in and shit talk about you but i shut it down she also tried to shit talk your marriage and i also shut it down and that was my confirmation what i should have known years ago when i realized that she was saying comments about me if she's saying comments about me in front of me what is she saying behind my back and if she's talking about everyone else behind their back what do i think she's doing when i'm not there it clicked and i was so glad that i had that discernment years ago to just wean off her so both of my friends end up leaving and my friend checks in i ignore her she dms me i ignore her and it ended up being that she texted my best friend and like, hey, I don't know what's going on. I messaged her and she won't reply. I'm like, I'm just going to ghost her. I ghost her some more. She sends me another text saying, hey, I don't know what I did. You should. I don't know what I did, but like, I don't know if you're not getting my messages or if I'm just being dramatic, but like, what's going on? And I let her know. Hi, I've been doing some healing and some growing and I I no longer align with you. Like, I don't align with this friendship anymore. I'm trying to grow into the person that I want to become. And unfortunately, like this friendship isn't part of that. I try to keep it really like professional <laughs> or really mature. And she was like, wow, I guess I didn't, I didn't know I was that bad of a friend, but okay, I guess like whatever, have a good life. And I was like, yeah, you too. Like, she's a really smart, beautiful, like, driven girl. I know she's going to go far. I th- I hope she gets some therapy and, you know, learns to love herself and finds happiness. But 
I don't want part of that. I don't need that negativity in my life. And part of being happy and finding self-love and healing is, is giving yourself the value of knowing who is giving you your worth, you know? So ever since that friendship, it has been very difficult for me to make friends and make connections and put myself out there. Um, I feel like I've been wounded time and time again by women, by men, by so many people, right? And here's the tricky part, is I actually love and admire women, where men, I could give a ratas if you fucking like me, I don't care. Women, I want I want love reciprocated. I, I want connection, right? And I think that's why we put more pressure on women and friends than we do on partners and boyfriends. Because at the end of the day, like if you break up with a man, whatever, <laughs> like men ain't shit, right? We say that all the time. But women, women are supposed to be like our heroes to each other. Um, so since moving to Texas, making friends has been difficult. I've had rocky situations with coworkers and I just feel really like beat down. Luckily, I have made a couple friends and funny enough, they actually reached out to me and I'm so thankful that they did because I honestly probably wouldn't have any friends if they didn't. And I think that in this era of healing and growing, I've been able to attract women with the same energy. The couple girls I know are trying to grow their business and themselves and heal and grow and learn and they're focused on themselves. That's my journey up till now. Um, unlike the other episodes, my journey is not over. I'm not completely done. I ha- I don't have this happily ever after quite yet. So far, all I know to do is just to focus on myself and grow myself and heal myself and Um, For a long time, I felt like I was in my hermit era because I was trying to just focus on myself and heal the only way I knew possible, which was to look within. Um, But now I think the next part of healing is to open up and let people in, pull those walls down again, potentially be hurt or potentially find my next lifelong bestie, you know? Before closing out my little journey, I want to say every one of the people that I spoke about have their amazing qualities and they also have their not amazing qualities and it's all because of stuff that that they've been through we're all at different parts of our healing journey and that doesn't make anyone completely good or bad angelic or evil and like i have my toxic qualities i am a complete flake i suck at communication i'm not the most consistent friend i might pop in a couple days in a row and then i'll i will leave for a month and that's not an excuse it's not a good thing to do and i really should work on that to be a better friend and until i grow the skill of being a good friend i'm not going to get a good friend but now on to the ask our angels for this week i have a friend that i met in high school junior year we became best friends the summer we graduated high school she introduced me to her cousin and later we became a couple well seven years fast forward we broke up due to his infidelity prior to me starting a relationship with my ex i told my best friend that i wouldn't stop being friends with her which i haven't i'm with a new and wonderful man that takes care of me and respects me and has a lot going for him we've been together for two years going on three 
The problem is my best friend is upset that I have not introduced my new BF to her. My BF is aware that she is my ex's cousin. He does not want to associate himself in any way. He's okay with the fact that I'm still hanging out with her and talking with her. I told my best friend it's okay with me too, as long as she does not tell my ex what I'm doing. I also told my best friend that I do not want her to meet my new BF because I personally would find it weird. Even if we were to get married, all she knows is his name and how he looks and how he treats me. I wouldn't want her to meet him because I find it weird. Weird in the fact that I had a whole life with her cousin and that out of respect for my boyfriend or anyone else I would be with, it's seen as disrespectful to have her still in my life because it still gives my ex an entry. I've communicated my rules and my boundaries to her to still be friends and I don't like to upset my best friend, but she's very upset about the fact that my BF does not want to meet her and she still says it's unfair and that he's being petty and salty and he's judging her before he can even get to know her. I've also told her that this decision is out of morals, principles, and respects. To the angels, my question is, is my BF or I in the wrong? Or does my best friend need to accept that? What are you guys' thoughts? Girlfriend, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be 100% with you. You are in the wrong. You are wrong for that. I love you and everything I ever tell you guys is out of love and respect. But I also gotta be real and honest with you like a big sister or a best friend. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, bestie. You are in the wrong. Okay, here's what's going through my head. To me, it sounds like maybe you are still hurt by what happened with your best friend's cousin um, because you're giving him power. You're giving him power over who you are friends with and who you are not and, you know, who your current partner meets and who he doesn't. You need to look in the mirror and ask yourself, why am I giving this person so much power? He's not even in my life. To my boundaries, my best friend hasn't shared anything about my life with this person. I do think it's a little whack, it's a little cuckoo, it's a little crescent, okay, that your best, your boyfriend also has the same sentiment. Like, there's no disrespect. Your best friend is your best friend, and you keep calling her your best friend, and you said that you would be her best friend no matter what happens, and you say, yeah, I'm still her best friend, but things have changed, and something happened, and you're not being the best friend to her. Maybe are you doing this because you don't want her to meet your boyfriend because maybe it's not the dream relationship that you're thinking it is? Just a thought. I don't know anything about your relationship or anything about you. I'm just thinking out loud here, okay? Because I remember when I had a boyfriend that I didn't like. Well, I liked him, but I just knew he wasn't like it. I hesitated so long to introduce them, introduce him to my best friends because I was like, I know they're going to confirm what I'm already thinking, that he's not all that, and that I need to break up. Obviously, don't let your best friends like dictate who you date and who you don't, but I think inside of us all, we all kind of have like this deep inner knowing. And I think the fact that it would be you, your sentiments would feel the same whether it's this guy or another guy it, it just points back to the i'm sorry the problem is you bestie obviously you being best friends with this person doesn't inherently mean that you're going to see your ex talk to your ex go back with your ex your best friend and her cousin are not conducive i get there was a lot of trauma and problems there but your best friend didn't do any of that. She didn't hurt you. And it feels like you're hurting her. Really 
dig deep about why this still hurts you and then go to your best friend be completely upfront and honest about all your feelings and honestly i would introduce them let's see what the cherub said the best friend is the innocent one in all of this she just got caught in the middle of it the bff is a different person from the ex if you trust her have them meet if not drop her one cherub said she's the shitty friend lmao that's rough another cherub said the bestie is wrong in my opinion it feels like you should continue distancing yourself i personally disagree with this cherub but that is another opinion the girl doesn't benefit her anymore so she keeps her at an arm's length Eesh. okay and the last cherub said, I think the bestie is being punished for something she's not involved in. She just wants to be involved in your life. As long as all intentions are good, the friendship shouldn't be held back. If she's involved with an ex, then fair, but it seems like she just wants her BFF back. You know, like it would just feel so much easier to just let that go. And at the end of the day, when you're holding on to grudges, you're hurting yourself, not the other person. Your ex is probably out there living his best life, doesn't fucking care who his cousin is friends with and who is not, but you're just hurting yourself, your friendship, and your friend. So bestie, I would reconsider your stance on that. But that's just me though. <laughs> Gotta end every advice with, but that's just me though, you know? Okay, next question. I found out my BFF from high school was talking shit behind my back to my ex-boyfriend, who is also my best friend. I only found out because I went through his phone what the fuck do i do i'm mad at them equally Th that's a little too comfortable for me like why are you so comfortable texting about it i feel like maybe you probably already know that you should cut them off but what to do next i heard this on tiktok and i'm going to personally do it as well and anyone who has a sentiment similar to me feel free to join in and let me know if you did it or not but the full moon is tomorrow tuesday and in order to release these negative emotions, you're going to write a nasty letter. You're going to write how much you hate this person, how much you want them to be punished for everything they did, how angry you are, how sad you are. All put it all in this letter. Address it to them. Fold it up. Go outside. Maybe a little glass bowl and burn it up. Let it go. And just feel free and forgive them. And this is exactly what the lady said. Forgive them, not for them, but for yourself. If they're talking shit about you, then obviously they're too dumb to see how amazing you are. Or too immature to address it like adults and bring it to you, if it was really that big of a deal. But a lot of times, people don't gossip because they want anything to actually be done about the situation. They just have small minds. Small minds talk about people. Big minds talk about things and plans and actions. They've got little pea brains and they don't know what else to do with their time besides talk shit about people they know because they don't like what's going on in here. Trust me, honestly, you don't need to hate them. They probably hate themselves enough for everyone. So just write your little angry letter, burn it up, forgive it, let go, move on, level up, heal, grow. <laughs> We've got this. Honestly, you and me are in the same boat. Here's what the cherubs had to say cut them out the bff doesn't deserve an explanation she should be aware of what she did literally like when you cut them off when you ghost them they'll know exactly what happened cut them off you don't need that negative energy or the people that don't appreciate you in their life amen well said cherub cut them both off all caps period drop the friends or let it happen preferably the first option 
exactly leave them hanging no explanation no reaction see i tried to do that and they just kept coming back so even if they keep coming back and they want an explanation give it to them in the sweetest way possible walk away with your dignity in hand don't stoop to their level keep your head up high keep it classy and move on and i love you (laughs) good luck Friendship of 22 years. We broke up and we both had families like families intertwined. Now we all hate each other and it's been one of the hardest things I've dealt with to this day. Miranda's family was really, really close to me. Um, They actually took me in on the Thanksgiving that I got kicked out. They let me come over to their house and spend Thanksgiving with them. They would always invite me over to hang out, to have like, you know, a kickback and stuff and they were really really cool fun people and i will always have love for everybody in their family and i wish them well um and you just have to kind of keep keep them in your heart and in your mind in this positive light you don't ever want to like cloud or taint that aspect of the relationship um like i suggested to the other girl maybe write out how hurt you are how sad you are how angry you are whatever you're feeling all those negative emotions pull them out into this letter it could be one page it could be 10 pages fold it up and burn it up there's really no other way to heal from it besides working on yourself and doing the inner work shadow work and after you're done like rebuilding yourself open up the gates to the castle and let other people in i'm working on that currently so not trying to sound like a hypocrite but you you got this and you can heal and you can recover and you can build friendships after um running low on money i'm not working at the moment but friends want to go out and i want to go out what do i do first off amiga nobody's gonna be about your money besides yourself so i get we all go through highs and lows listen i've been there i've done that but i'm just saying like it's nobody else's business to fund you and your likes and joys besides yourself so like if you want to go out go out there's ways to do it okay bestie get you a little business like sell bracelets sell freaking feet pics go go work it in and out like if you want to have fun money there's ways to make fun money you know no but here's my actual advice like i've been there although i was i was working i still was broke okay listen sometimes even working you're still broke um and i would actually go out with my friends i would get dressed i'd be drinking water i'll have a sparkling water 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 with lime water 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 um so just go out and drink water if you're trying to go out and get turned pregame at home steal your parents liquor (laughs) whatever if your parents have liquor in the house but here's my preferred option come up with fun and free activities okay i love a hot girl walk a hot girl walk on the beach a little walk around the lake pool go to the library go walking around the mall do pilates at, at the park there's tons of stuff to do for free that's really fun and might i say these activities also nourish friendships a lot better than going out and getting fucking shammered okay but i get it like not every age is mature enough to want to nurture a deep friendship sometimes you just want to go get fucked up with your friends if that's the case get fucked up at home and drink water out please 
don't drink and drive please have a sober buddy but yeah you can definitely still have fun but if you're trying to have fun fun and trying to participate in all the activities that everyone else is doing i would recommend getting your bag up okay miss girl i love you i really 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 hope that you're not taking the wrong way because i've been there i've done that and it was really hard here's what the chair said um suggest money friendly places or low budget places to go out period that's what i said another girly said instacart if they have a reliable car best way best way to make money fast sending all the positive vibes see look at you thinking of ways to hustle like also you can i'm currently doing this i i have zero success right but like sell stuff on poshmark um sell things to consignment stores you can sell like plasma there's tons of way to make money girl like i mean personally would i get my plasma scrape to go spend it all in one night at the bar no but you do you girl like have fun the last question is how to get your friend crush to be your bestie example work pals into outside of work friends now i didn't go over this but unfortunately i don't have the best advice for you i'm so sorry i have advice but practically in the real world it has not worked out for me okay um here's my first tip is actually ask them out to a little coffee date on your little 15 your little short break okay oh what are you doing oh, i'm gonna go get coffee you want to come great you want to come talk talk about like oh what'd you do this weekend or like your hobbies oh have you seen the barbie movie no oh my god we should go watch it period the next step ask them to lunch oh i'm going on my lunch break to x restaurant you want to come oh um i'm gonna go have a little picnic outside want to come bring them into your world at lunch get to know them a little more get to know their likes and their dislikes and then come up with a plan too if you want to like show that you're actually caring about them and they're not just a work bestie bring them something from your world like i had a get together on friday and everyone brought banana bread um, i brought you a couple slices you should come next time slay you know what actually gave me this inspo is the hot cheetos movie because he gave his bully a burrito and like that cured him or something i watched the barbie movie this weekend and i got inspired to make this pink cake pop here's a couple have you seen it no oh my god i would totally see it again with you there you go why am i so good at this but i don't have that many friends that's my question like i'm such a bubbly nice person where are my friends where are they <laughs> um and here's where it didn't work out for me a little quick story time you know there was this girl that was on the same team as me i was like oh my god she's so fun funky fresh like i love her cute style did the whole like let's go get a coffee break together we sit down and the vibes drained me i why did i feel more tired after an entire cold brew after talking with her the negativity oozing out of these people's body is i'm not gonna even just blame her it was like all the same people at the team and i get it our job was hard it was physically draining but all they were doing was complaining and I'm like, listen, we're on a break from work. Why are we still talking about work? And we're shitting on it too. And mind you, I was like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I was excited about this job and I was loving it. And they were like, yeah, it sucks. Give it six months. You're going to fucking fry your eyeballs out. I'm like, oh, okay, slay. And then I, I didn't even listen to that red flag. I went to lunch with them. 
same thing i would come back from lunch even more exhausted so unfortunately for me those little tips didn't work but sometimes it's just the people and it's not the tactic so just try it out on multiple different people and i'm sure you will do great or like anything outside of work just compliment people i like your shoes i like your leggings oh my god where'd you get it i've been wanting to try it do they have a store at this local mall oh my god we should go shopping what are you doing after this oh you're gonna get coffee do you want to try out this place with me i need to try out my own advice here's the thing about where i live the only people that go to pilates are elderly literal grandmas like i've literally heard them like i'm gonna pick up little johnny my grandkid from school i'm like oh i'm gonna go be on the tiktok app for nine hours but those are all the ask your angels you guys had for the cherubs and i i again i'm giving all this advice from a place of love but i also just want to be 100 real and if you guys know me you know like i am who i am like that's it period don't forget to follow rate and review so that we can reach more cherubs and if you want to participate in next week's ask your angels make sure you follow me on instagram because i always ask you guys on mondays for your dilemma i ask you guys for your advice on tuesdays um but yeah i think that's everything i hope you guys know you are never alone when you're a part of the cherub club um but until next time i love you bye